If they have a vehicle down, that means that that's one less officer on the road and that's one less piece of support that they can provide to the people and to resolve conflicts. So having downed equipment and people who can't do their job is really, it's a dire situation quite often and we take it very seriously at Lear and it's rewarding to be able to give back to these first responders. Welcome to another episode of B2B E-Commerce Integrated. My name is Arno, Chief Product Officer at Sana Commerce. And with Sana Commerce, we believe that by using ERP integration, B2B companies are more successful than B2B companies that are using mainstream e-commerce. You do not have to replicate the data and logic around pricing, stock, transactions in the various systems, and there is no need to maintain the data and logics in many different systems. And more importantly, less prone to error by making ERP and e-commerce work as one. So this results in better relationships with your B2B buyers and more commercial success. So in this podcast, I'm interviewing the most important people in B2B e-commerce. These are the people from IT. And if you enjoyed listening to the previous episodes of this podcast, please leave a review or rating so that your peers can find the content more easily. So today I have with me in the show, Sean from Lear Auto. Hey, Sean, welcome. Hey, Arno. Thank you for having me. So how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing today? Also good. Yeah, for me, it's already the end of the day. So yeah, I'm recording here in our headquarters in Rotterdam, the Netherlands. But you are calling from? Reno, Nevada in the United States on the West Coast. So it's bright and early over here. Early morning. You still have a day ahead of you. Yeah, so it's it's Friday. It's the day before the weekend. So here at the end of the day in the office, they are all ready going for the Friday afternoon drinks. But yeah, I'm still here recording the podcast with you and I'm really excited to do so. So yeah, let's start with a small introduction. So Sean, explain to the listeners what's your background. So what's your, let's say, current role at Lear Auto and how did you end up in this role? It's been a journey. I think the my background really kind of started... When I went back to college at UC Riverside and got my MBA, so I really kind of wanted to focus in on marketing and create some new opportunities. So I went back to school and that was a good challenge. It got me out of my comfort zone and it created some opportunities with AEG in LA. So I had a great internship working at the Staples Center, working for TMLA. I got to work across the Lakers, Kings, Clippers, Galaxy, and just even more teams, the Anaheim Angels. And as a big sports fan, that really got me engaged in marketing. And it really got me involved in e-commerce early and often. And there's just a natural fit there for me. So I really appreciate all the opportunities I got with AEG. I then moved on to become a marketing manager at the Amgen Tour California, which was previously our slogan was America's Greatest Race. I've always thought that's a little bit debatable. You know, <laughs> this Kentucky Derby out there in Kentucky is a pretty cool race too, but it was a great opportunity again. And I really enjoyed working across the state of California, working with a lot of local organizing companies, organizations and cities. And that's kind of one of the interesting cross points with my current situation and my current employment with Lear is that we still work with a lot of municipalities. It's police departments now but still, you know, it's the city of Santa Monica, city of San Rafael, 
these great cities that I just love to work for, not only in California, but in Nevada as well. So it's been a great opportunity here with Lear. And then in between there, I went out to Florida and worked for Iron Man on their content production team. And that was a really great opportunity to do something different. So you mean Iron Man the movie? <laughs> Everybody always asks that. I'm like, no, not Robert Downey Jr. Uh. And the, the one little interesting wrinkle is that legally Iron Man is one word and it's Iron Man the triathlon. So that was a great opportunity as well for somebody who's really into sports to be involved on such a cool triathlon as that with the long distance triathlon. It was amazing. And it was a great opportunity to work in the production, which isn't a, a really normal opportunity. So to be involved on the broadcast, to be involved on our documentary production, which had been I think it has won like 50 different sports Emmys. Um, so to work on a really quality product like that was really exciting and really fun and really enriching. It was a lot of hard work, but it was really enjoyable. And so after being in Florida for a little while, I'd never imagined the place so flat. I'm speaking to somebody in the Netherlands, but <laughs> <laughs> my mind never wrapped its way around it. So Uh -huh. I couldn't wait to get back to the mountains over here in Reno, Nevada, and glad to be back in the Sierra Nevadas. What's pretty interesting is that, yeah, you have your backgrounds in marketing, and now you're heavily involved in B2B e-commerce. So that's pretty cool. We will definitely talk about that and how you combine these skill sets, let's say it like that. So that is maybe also good to start with. So the, the relation with IT, because I think although you're in marketing, most of the time people say, yeah, you're not so that technical, but I think you still have some technical skills, right? Absolutely. We have a small team at Lear. So it's me and Mark Matthews is our IT professional. And, and we really had to work hand in hand on a lot of different issues. And we really kind of had to work to understand each other in many different ways. So while I, I previously wouldn't have considered myself as much of an IT professional, I, I think now I, I've earned that moniker. And there was a lot of work with the ERP on the integration. I think for me, the more difficult aspect of integrating with Sauna was learning our database more so than the CMS. I'm a fan of the Sauna CMS. I think it's pretty slick. I think it's kind of what you want, what you need, and it has everything that you need in there. The ERP integration was something that was new to me. You know, when I previously worked at AEG and e-commerce, we didn't really tap into our inventory to the same aspect. So it was much more limited on what we were doing and how we were doing it and controlled, albeit too, but it wasn't the same beast by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, and also probably a different, let's say, end user or consumer that you are targeting, right? For one, it was really like consumers, maybe here you're more in B2B. Absolutely. No, 100%. You know, you're selling some hats or selling some Kobe Bryant jerseys is different from selling a police car to a policeman. Yeah. So let's dive into that because I think Lear Auto is a really interesting company, right? Maybe you can explain a little bit of what you guys are doing over there. I think it's a really cool company. I've, I've really enjoyed the mission statement of the company where we're seeking to equip every first responder. You see all these news stories about first responders and you see how important they are, especially as we're coming out of the pandemic. I mean, first responder is a very general term, but it also includes medical. It includes fire, which has been crazy up here in California for the past year or two. This year has been good, knock on wood. So you mentioned that the first responders are very important to, let's say, get equipped properly. And that for me personally, when I heard first time of your story or about the company, yeah, why I actually love to be in B2B e-commerce because there are so many things people do not know or realize that needs to be sold or needs to be happen, you know, like, okay, yeah, 
police cars all over the world, medical first responders, fire trucks. They are driving around everywhere, but nobody's realizing, oh yeah, where, where do they actually being built or where do they get their equipment from, right? And the relationship, the whole marketplace with the vendors, I had no idea of it. And it's no, quite, exactly. quite large and quite robust. It's, it's, it is very interesting. And, of course, because there are many police cars. And to work with some of the vendors who are producing, you know, lights on airplanes and everything, there's really top class vendors in the industry and it's a great industry. So it's been a learning experience, but I had no idea it was such a marketplace. Yeah. So, and actually then, the, uh, the, yeah, the customers that you're having or you're serving or the B2B buyers are the different police departments, fire departments in the states of California and Nevada, or are you servicing more states in the U.S.? Absolutely servicing more states in the U.S. We're very proud to be doing a fair amount of work out in the state of Hawaii, both with Maui and, and looking to grow in Hawaii and really to look looking to grow across the entire U.S. So, we have a good stronghold on the west coast of the U.S., but we're looking to continue expanding and to really fulfill our mission statement of servicing every first responder to the best of our abilities. Exactly. Let's say, Lear Auto, what makes your business complex or your B2B business complex? I think one of the good things that would be to touch on, and especially in relation to sauna, is that we do have complex pricing across all of our different items and across all of our different customers. We have many scales of different pricing. And the ability with Sauna to tap into what we already had existing built in our ERP has been a huge bonus. And it really helps that the website is really an extension of our ERP for our customers. So it provides an intermediary that wasn't there before. There's access now for the customers that they didn't previously have. So it's a great tool for B2B customers to be able to communicate with us more than to be able to have more access to their information and, and allow us to service them better. Yeah, and it's awesome to hear. And, and actually... Maybe more from a technology point of view or what you mentioned earlier and we had a previous talk. So what that was interesting, at least for me, is that what I understood from later is that you have some companies, I think like you, really embrace the ERP. In this particular case, you're using Microsoft Business Central, Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central. It's a long name. Most of the time we say 365 BC to keep it short. But so you really embrace that system make sure that your data there in that system of record was really perfect or you're at least trying to make that perfect and use it from there. And I think that was a key moment for you because you didn't have the experience with your previous jobs that if you actually have all the data already in that, let's say, in that treasure or in that honeypot and you can open that up, yeah, that can add a lot of value, right? So in comparison maybe with other, let's say, systems or solutions where you need to replicate everything or copying thing everything over, you could directly just, you know, open it up and start eating, right? Something like that. That's exactly it. And we have 30,000 different SKUs in our inventory. So it's a huge inventory. And across our warehouse in Reno, Nevada, the company recently moved up here about a year ago. And with that bought a 56,000 square foot warehouse. And so with our new warehousing activities, we have great stock levels and it's really a competitive advantage for us with our competitors. And it's something that our customers are very interested in knowing. So I think probably our most used tool on the website is the inventory, just specifically. People want to know if we have in stock parts and if they can get them. That's one of the nice things about the whole breadth of the company is that we're working towards building the new fleets for the customers to getting them new police cars and the top of the line gear. But also with our inventory and our customer service, we're filling any needs that they have as they arrive and quickly as possible. 
Yeah, no, exactly. And why is it so important for your customers so that they know exactly when to have certain parts available or not? What, why is it so important? Because it can really be life or death, not to be too drastic about the first responder aspect. But, you know, if they have a vehicle down, that means that that's one less officer on the road and that's one less piece of support that they can provide to the people and to resolve conflicts. So having downed equipment and people who can't do their job is really it's a it's a dire situation quite often. And we take it very seriously at Lear. And it's rewarding to be able to give back to these first responders who give so much to us. Yeah, I can imagine I think that is a beautiful thing, right? So if you can, you know, solve this with technology, eh, making sure that your buyers, your B2B buyers, your B2B consumers, the police departments or any other first responders can make sure that their equipment is always up and running because you supply these great insights and be, you know, a great vendor for them or great supplier for them. Yeah, it's very rewarding. And yeah, in terms of, let's say, maintenance or time, do you spend a lot of time in saying, you know, making sure that the web store and ERP are synchronized in terms of stock levels, or is it all going automatically? I couldn't be happier with how little time I've had to take with that. It's always really been a great reflection of our current stock levels. And I think once people get even more acquainted with it, they use it more than BC because it's such an easy access point. You know, you can always just put in your part number, find that part, see exactly how many we have on hand, and... You don't even need to get into VC or, or open up a, a different tab. So it's a great home. And with that access now being established, it's a great tool for our customers. Yeah, no, great to hear. That's already a nice first insight that you give in how B2B e-commerce or integrated e-commerce can help even save lives actually in the end, if you think it really uh, through. So let's make a step back because you had a store before, other tool, but it was not really successful. And I think then you came in and you said, hey, okay, let's start something new. And also with your backgrounds in marketing, it was a journey, right? As you mentioned in our previous talks, like getting online. And one aspect I think which is interesting for our listeners is about how important actually great content is yeah, is required for B2B e-commerce, right? I've always thought, you know, and it's the old cliche, but content is key. And, and that's really kind of... For me personally, what brought me to Lear? They made the position of web content manager, and that's content is what I've been working in with Iron Man and with Amgen. And I love content. I, I consider myself a content professional at its core. And the quality of content is huge. It's a representation of your brand. It's really what attracts customers, what brings them in. And fundamentally, I think it's an outward sign of how professional you are as a company and, and how you operate. If you're not producing good content, I think it's an indication sometimes that it might not be the most professional company. So I think it's crucial and, it, and it's really a reflection of how the company runs. And it's a passion of mine to work on content too. So it's a pleasure to be able to do it. But for our website, we really did do a pretty expansive process to make sure our content was good. We really fleshed out our copy. We worked in the method of building a story brand. There's a book out there by Donald Miller and that's really the emphasis of it. We really kind of tried and strove to be more like a Nike or an Adidas and to really be crisp and clear with our message for our customers. The brevity and conciseness is something that we hold really in high regard with our website. So we strove to provide that and, and it's been a great integration. And I think we were ultimately successful with that. Definitely. And, and what you mentioned, you, you started first with a smaller subset to go live right so you, you're not having the 30,000 SKUs now directly online but you started with a smaller subset right 
Exactly. So we started with a couple hundred of items. We tried to make sure we had our top items out there. But with our wide customer base and all the different vendors and specific things that our customers need, it quickly appeared that it wasn't going to be sufficient for what we were trying to do. So we had employees go through our entire warehouse with a scale and measuring, and we got all of our weights and dimensions, and we felt confident because we gathered them ourselves and now have over, I believe, over 5,000 items online. And it's been great to be able to provide that access to our customers. In some, let's say, B2B businesses, you say, yeah, 5,000 is not a lot. But I think in the, in the amount of quality that you are putting into it, because I checked your, your site out, obviously, yeah, but all those details and you took your own measurements because you want to make sure and yeah, really working on that content. Yeah, I think that is also something other, let's say, B2B companies need to realize when they're starting e-commerce that yeah, definitely you need to invest time in working with your content. But that is actually good because... You don't have to spend time on pricing or synchronizing these kind of things. You can just spend time on making sure your content is really beautiful, reuse already everything what's in the ERP, that's the item number, title, and so on, but really work in SANA or let's say in any other system, but in SANA, enriching that content, right? Making it more beautiful and attractive. And let's say that the B2B buyer is also really understanding what they are buying or are there any alternatives and stuff like that. So uh, I think you guys do a great job there. And also, I think it is a good tip if I listen carefully to you to start small, right? And sometimes I say, yeah, no, we have 30,000 items. They need to be there from day one. Most of the time, these 30,000 items are not all your high rollers, right? There can be some items that are maybe ordered once a year or once in 10 years. Yeah, forget about these, right? Look at some statistics that you can actually pull out of your ERP. We have also tooling for that. And then yeah, based on that information, Check which items to enrich first, right? To have maximum impact. And I think it's it's about creating a sustainable system, right? You, you know, you don't want to rush too much with too big of a goal. And I've always thought, you know, how do you eat an elephant is you start taking bites. So doing that smartly and planning around it, I think is always important for e-commerce. So then you had your pricing in or you, let's say you opened up the treasure of the ERP, you got your enriched products in and then you need to launch your site, right? You need to launch your store getting these police departments registered and start using it. I can imagine, or at least what I hear from other companies, that sometimes these organizations can be traditional, right? They are not really adopting new technology yet, but I think you guys are doing pretty good with new account creation and stuff, right? Absolutely. It's been really exciting. And recently, we've been seeing more and more people come and create accounts online. And so I just check in and almost daily, I'm like, oh, great. We got a new customer out of Louisiana. That's exactly what we're trying to do with growing across the country. And they're doing emergency vehicles. So we're finding more and more of a fit. And I think there's an opportunity for us as a reseller and distributor with our warehouse that, that's really exciting about that. So the ease with Sauna, you know, once somebody comes up, they can make their own choice to become a customer and to purchase from us. It's great that it doesn't require an additional human being or it doesn't add more work to any of our current staff is an amazing tool for us. And it's been working really great with recruitment and bringing in new customers. And to your point, the existing customers, it was some work to get that in. You know, we have about 7,000 different, you know, between contacts and customers in our system in SANA, and we're constantly updating that. So it was some work to get those customers in, but it's it's worth it to give them the opportunity to use this website and to have that opportunity established. 
did you do any tricks to get them over the line or that to get them start ordering or something? I, I think you as a marketer or manager, uh, web, web content manager, have some tricks in your sleeve to make that happen? We might have incentivized some initial ordering when we launched our site. So we had some free bags. We typically will run a fleet show every year in Sacramento, California. Okay. And so mm-hmm. a lot of our promo items that we have for that, we might overorder or we might underorder. And we had some bags. So for our first customers who spent over $1,000, we provided them with a free bag for purchase. So a lot of them have been to the fleet show too. So, you know, if they didn't get that bag, it was a good opportunity for them. So incentivizing customers and coming up with promotions is definitely helpful to help. It's a trick. Yep. Yeah. Now we see that lots more often. It can be, of course, in different shapes or sizes on how to incentivize Free shipping. I think there's all sorts of new other ways to access it. So yeah, I would love to do a free shipping campaign, but free bags and, and free hat is always one of my favorite campaigns. Understood. Understood. Wow. So yeah, you actually mentioned already that stock is one of your unique or favorite features, or at least is a lot used eh? so that the B2B consumers can check, hey, what's the, the accurate stock levels of certain items. But are there any other favorite features that you want to highlight? Absolutely. I mean, I was just even thinking about it. And, you know, the image slider is is an interesting content feature that we've used across the website in different ways. We have it as our hero image, where we're rotating images right as people visit the web page. And then we also use it to promote our fleet show, provide it in recaps as a good tool, as kind of like a light box. So there's a lot of tools in Sauna that I'm a big fan of and that are really fun to play with and come up with new ways to integrate them. Another one that I really like is the code content tool. I think it's kind of a good in-between. It kind of helps provide some connected tissue to between a lot of the different content tools in Sauna. And with a little bit of creativity, a little bit of combination, I don't think there's really much you can't do within the tools that's provided to you by Sauna. So it's a, it's a fun CMS to play around with and, and figure out all the different tools and, and try them out. Yeah, that's nice to hear. Yeah, because there, we have heavily invested in this because we saw that for B2B e-commerce content is, yeah, is king, as you mentioned. Let's say five or 10 years ago, B2B e-commerce was maybe just more ordering lists or quick order forms, really boring, really ugly, really slow. But nowadays, you know, these sites need to be super speedy, super quick, super beautiful and slick as well as an extra thing that we are supplying also very, very accurate with all the real-time information is over there. So, but yeah, you mentioned two things like, yeah, the image slider is one of the, you know, building blocks that we are having in our visual designer, but there are, let's say, tens for me, maybe I think even almost hundred more of them. The code content block or the code element is also one of them that we use to, yeah, give people flexibility on the front end to include pieces of custom code or let's say low code possibilities. We really believe you're really on that wave of low-code, no-code, which means that, yeah, citizen developers, people with some technical knowledge, maybe not deep technical knowledge as a developer, I think like you, you can do pretty lot yourself without any help of an engineer or developer, which I think is a good thing for you, right? I would suggest that there is some help of an engineer or developer, but it's just, it's not one that we had to go out and buy or employ. It's built into the product with Sana, and it's a really nice feature to have. Because when you work within Sauna, everything's going to work together nicely. That's already fleshed out for you. It doesn't take any additional thought. And it really helps with the speed of getting pages up and built and building nice pages. And it helps with the functionality of those pages. It's a lot less maintenance. You don't have to check it or QC it as much. It's just 
once you do it, it works great and you're good to go. So the speed and efficiency with, that it supplies with that is really appreciated by me personally and our company, I think, as well, too. So, Yeah, of course, of course. And also the site speed itself, right? It's quick. You didn't mention that yeah, you're receiving constantly updates, right, for new features. Already tried out some new stuff, right? I think every now and then we are shipping or continuously shipping new stuff. Tried out already new things that after go live was added to your platform. I'm trying to think of what was the most recent one we did, but I know that we almost constantly are. And it's really fun to be involved with the roadmap and to see what's coming down and and where we've kind of wanted something a little bit here or there and, and where we haven't. So I can't remember the most recent one. I think you mentioned last time the lookbook was one of these that you, I think you used it for an event, right? Right. And it's really great to see how Sauna is constantly evolving these products too. So we use the lookbook as an interactive event map. And throughout my history, I've always worked with people kind of running an expo. Expo is kind of a big business in itself. So running this event, which was largely an, an exposition or expo, was something that I'm used to having a hand off on. So I really didn't have much time from doing all the front end with either getting all of the public registered for the event and then getting all of our vendors registered for the event. I didn't have much time to do a nice map, but a nice map is really key to an expo. People want to know who's going to be there, what they can see and where they are. And it even helps after the fact because they might say, hey, I had a great conversation with this vendor at their booth. And I don't remember who it was. I didn't get his business card. And then they can go back and be like, oh, I was at this location on the map. I know that was them. Now I'm on their website. We've driven traffic. We've made those connections and we're helping our customers. And being able to creatively utilize the lookbook, which is really, you know, a hotspot tool, which really helps to kind of pop up and provide information, was fun. And it didn't take a ton of time and it was safe. It worked great with the site. And so once it was integrated, it was up and running and and that was that. So it was fun to get a little bit creative with the lookbook and to integrate it for a map and use it a little creatively. But I thought it worked really great for our needs. So that was a a fun experience. No, it is. And I I was actually, that is the the great thing. I think if for us as a tool supplier or have you just supply a toolbox of different things in the visual designer in this local no-code platform as we call it and that we imagined or we designed this thing to be as a lookbook so that you have an image and you can you know create hotspots for products too that you want to highlight but yeah this piece of functionality is actually being used for so many other scenarios i like the one that you are using it now for as a map and then just pinpointing things as an on an e- event that you say hey here you can find us or here's our other brand that we are selling and so on perfect sample but we're also using it in maybe more, let's say, automated ways for exploded views, you know, for if you want to have a spare parts or something from a product that you can say, hey, this is this spare part of the particular product you're seeing, for example. So many different ways on how to use a tool, right? So that is uh, that is awesome. Okay, this was a little bit more about the content piece and how important it is. I think people understood and also yeah, the benefits of being on a SaaS platform, software as a service, continuously updating, continuously new versions is that you can evolve. You know, you can every time try something new without the need of, need of developers. It's just a continuous stream of, of value. And that's uh, yeah what we're trying to supply. And uh, I think you're enjoying that. So that's great to hear. Let's move over a little bit to, in the end, if you have the customers online, you have the nice, beautiful content order and people can see the stock levels, they are accurate and so on. They are start ordering. So... I think you see a good amount and growth in orders 
lately, I think half of your customer base is using the online platform. But what I want to talk with you about is how accurate is the platform? So do you see a lot of order errors so that people start calling saying, hey, there's something wrong or pricing was wrong or this was not the product that I wanted to have? How's it going? It's going really well. I really can't think of any notable order errors that are even worth mentioning. You know, really any of our order errors, you know, I do take them very seriously. So even if somebody says, hey, I had problems with this, I usually follow up with them firsthand to say, hey, well, you know, what went wrong? I want to make sure I can fix it. I want to make sure I understand the problem. And I can tell you, to my knowledge, every single one of those has been a user error. You know, oh, I didn't see the shipping box or something like that. So, you know, maybe there are some things that could be a little bit bolded that we could work for on the front end of that to help with that. But those are generally people moving fast and making some of their own airs. Because otherwise, with Sana, that's probably one of my favorite features as for the, the functionality and performance of it is that so much of it is built in already. You know, the work that we put in with launching the website has just paid off after every order. So most of the information has been already directed, mapped, guided to the correct location. So we haven't had any issues. And I think that's another great part about us not being locked in with too many customizations and being able to enjoy Sana's updates and new features. So as new features come out, we're just only adding new good things to our current situation, which is a strong situation with Sana. So I love the fact that it's less work when I get a sauna order than it is to put in an order from a phone call or anything like that. So it's really helpful and really appreciated. Great to hear. Great story. So indeed what you mentioned, it's, it's stacking up value. You can continuously grow and, and get better and better and yeah, in the end help your the customer base that you're serving. So we're already more than half an hour further. So we're trying to round off a little bit, but maybe you had let's say some other things uh, that you want to mention i always like to, sh- to ask you so okay uh, what are any plans or any let's say things you want to achieve still with your store or actually with your company that you're you know some dots on the horizon oh absolutely we want to continue stacking uh, you know i think we want to continue scaling that's one of the nice things is about the web stores that we were able to tie into so many of our existing avenues for business so it's been a very scalable aspect of our business quite easily. So we want to continue scaling. We want to continue to drive a lot of revenue through the website as, as we continue to grow. But like you mentioned, we've been on a great trajectory and month after month, we've been increasing sales. So I'm confident we'll get there too. But the other part that we want to do more of is to build out our website to be more robust on the configuration aspect of, of new fleet builds. So as customers come in and they want a, you know a new police vehicle, we really want to be able to build out the website to be better able to service that. So it's a bit of a bear, you know, because I think personally, especially from my history with, with, with some great brands, you want to set your goals and your heights high. You know, you don't want to just set out to create something that might kind of work. You want to go for what the best solution for our customers is. So it's an exciting dot on the horizon to figure out how we can better create the site to do some of these configuration aspects. And it really relates to some of our, our setup in the ERP too. So it's not exclusively on Sauna how we develop that. So that's always been the big goal is to do more of the configuration aspects on the website. And it's an exciting goal and look forward to getting there. Yeah, definitely. And we are, you know, ready to help. We have, uh, we can share a lot of samples or how other customers are doing. Um, we are supporting different let's say vendors of what you call cpq or configure price quote tooling 
that you can embed in your B2B e-commerce environment or in your e-commerce store. And they are nowadays are really visual. So I saw uh, and, um, even the ones lately, yeah, since I'm also responsible for the development team, saw a sample lately that we can actually, you know, really 3D spin the model that you're designing. So if you imagine you have a police car, okay, you put the lights on top that you selected, let's say other accessories. And even with augmented reality, you know, take your phone, scan that particular thing that you're configuring and take with your phone and put it with the app somewhere else and say, hey, I want to place it on the street and see how it looks, right? So through your phone, you see the police car that you're designing. So I think that is yeah, some cool new technologies that are really coming to our customers. And yeah, now you can already do a lot of configuration, obviously, but they are getting more and more visual. And that's, that's I think, a very cool development for the future. And definitely we can make something beautiful there as well, especially with your backgrounds in marketing and making things look nice. So yeah, it was awesome to talk with you, uh, Sean. I think our listeners have learned a lot on, let's say, how to start that you had. You know, you need to eat the elephant by slicing it up. But content is king. Really take your time in, for example, you know, measuring your own dimensions to make sure that it is accurate so that you don't see any surprises, nice descriptions, other stuff. You know, content is, is, is very, very important. Yeah, how you can incentivize customers to order online. Yeah, that accuracy is very important and sometimes even can save lives if you, you know, you need to na- make sure that your police cars are running. And yeah, I think you're, you guys are on a great mission and, and I understand that uh, that gives a lot of reward to you. And, um, and also for me, actually, because that makes me happy as well. If our customers or our B2B buyers are feeling some reward or are happy, then I am that as well. So I will have a very good weekend. I wish you the same. And thank you very much for this conversation. Thank you very much, Arno. It was great. Thank you for having me.